unidentifiable flying object. <laughs> UFO continues to be a mystery. Wasn't alone in space. Sightings of UFOs. Something out there. Close enough to be observed. What could it be? It could only be one thing. A UFO. Hey everybody, welcome to UFO No. I am your host Ben Ofton, and I am joined uh, by my wonderful friend Hannah. Excited to be here. And Blind Mike. What up? I was sitting farther back than I thought I was. <laughs> you had to come up on the mic a little bit further? I did a little bit more yep. than I thought. I yep. like, oh, you, can pu- you can scooch that thing right towards you, man. No, However you want, but you know, this wherever you want to be. just farther than I thought I was. Anyway, so... Sounds you. Uh, today, we are going to talk about, I mean, we've we've touched on MKUltra a little bit because we've talked about, you know, experiments. Yeah, and we've mentioned it. Shit, yeah. I mean, but we've never really gone into it the way we're going to today. So today, we're really going to talk about the history of MKUltra, what it was really about. And then also, my my theory is this, that my theory is that alien abductions are actually mind experiments by our own government where they are utilizing these um, results that they got from MKUltra mm. and now utilizing them to experiment on the American people and possibly the world. Possibly. Well, yeah, the there's world. like the well-known MKUltra, you know, the people know about the LSD experiments. Mm-hmm. But I think that the MKUltra is probably still going on. You know, oh, yeah. Loki, they're not even, you know, it's not out yet. I'm sure it's not called. They're not public Ultra about it. Anymore. Yeah, it's probably, they, it's yeah, the, they probably changed the name of it too. I'm sure it's to been cover their talked asses. about for too long. So much has been released. It's crazy. And Maybe, and yeah. people are so focused on other things these days. That's that, sure and why just, they're getting released now. Yeah, everything's getting released while people aren't looking. Yeah. yeah so that exactly. way they're like, oh, well, we, we told you guys about it. Don't pretend <laughs> it's like we didn't. It's, it's been out for years. <laughs> You know, that's what they did with lots of shit, like, you know, finding documents. For, oh, 1994, this document was, you know, said about this. And it's, we're like, wow, it's like 2020, guy. That's old news. Yeah. And they just snuck it out when some other crazy shit was happening, probably. Seems to be the way. You know, the 2000s was 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Hard to think about that. I know. Hard to imagine. Yeah, that is. 20 years ago. Indeed. Where the hell did I get that? God damn it. Yeah, I know. I've been in high school for like 13 years. That's. Well, long Seems like that, just yesterday. My graduating class. Uh, yeah. I know. Shit's funny that way. Time speeds up as you get older. That's true. Ooh. Absolutely. I think so. <laughs> That's why I say time is relative. No other manner at which you can discuss time can one minute feel longer to me than you makes time a personal experience rather than a length of measurable time time is just an illusion Mm, it is true it's a year can be five times as feel as five times as long to me as it does to anybody else in a year everything is just length of time in the present moment everything's unfolding just just expanding, like the universe is expanding, so time is moving outward, and it's our perception of it, because we're just we we only exist in the present moment. So well, and it's to the individual too, because past and future is just in your head. Exactly. 
That's so off topic. No. We've had time travel somewhere in there. Shattered a couple of those a few times. There were talk of an infinite loop on a picture is, I think, what I talked about. I remember Ben talked about possibility of time travel, and I had to shut it down a lot of ways because you can't. You just can't prove it. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's a good point. Because how do you time travel if if only the present moment exists, right? Exactly. This is no longer conspiracy theory. No, this if was it actually been released. It's acknowledged dur- That's for a the whole Freedom of anyway. Information Act deal. Um, all these documents started to come to light. MK Ultra was one of these. Um, so basically, what it was is it was a CIA project, top secret CIA project, that conducted hundreds of these experiments on a lot of times unknowing U.S. citizens. Which is the worst part. But it was to find potential use of LSD and other drugs for mind control, information gathering, and psychological torture. And even though MK Ultra started in 1953 till about 1973, it actually came out that it didn't, well, it didn't become public until 1975. So let me, let me restate that. The project was started in 1953. Okay, now this is right after, pretty much right after Roswell, 47, right after World War II. This is right into the Cold War. You had a lot of distrust going on, a lot of paranoia going on. So now you have the government. Now, here's the scary, to me, one of the scariest things about MKUltra is that if you look at the turn, the chain of events, we got involved in the war with Germany. We ended the war with Germany. And then we basically let 1,200 or, or take 1,200 scientists, some of the worst scientists in the German, the Nazi regime, brought them over and gave them asylum simply so they could work on our technology and work for our aerospace programs and basically start our aerospace programs. And then before, technically before NASA was even formed, you have, well, I guess NASA and CIA were formed around the same time. Uh, but you have 1953 is when this started. It went all the way to 1973, 20 years. It didn't become public until 1975, and it was only due to a congressional investigation into the widespread illegal activities of the CIA uh, within the United States and the world. Yeah, so like I said... Trying to get something like that to stick nowadays. Yeah. So like I said, you know, in the 1950s and 60s, you were at the height of the Cold War. And so you had a lot of fear going around for from Soviets, the Chinese, North Korean. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all using some form of mind control to brainwash U.S. prisoners mm-hmm. um, in the war of Korea. I think the CIA was actually afraid of Russia's MK Ultra program. Mm-hmm. They had their own, the Soviets had their own program going yeah. on too. The Russians were beating us early on. Yeah. In that Cold War. We didn't take the step forward until we stole It's always the Russians. Always Always the Russians. (laughs) That's how we improved our technology. We stole their technology, took it apart, put it back together because the Russians were cocky. And they stored it in a a museum to show it off because they had made it to orbit before we had. Hey, Mike, put that like about a fist from your face. I keep doing it. I keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, So uh, in response, so, so, you know, they were... Basically, the U.S. was afraid that these countries, the Soviets, the Chinese, North Koreans, were using mind control to brainwash U.S. prisoners. So 
Because of this, this guy, Alan Doles, and he was the director of the CIA at the time, approved this Project MKUltra in 1953. And so it was aimed to develop techniques that could be used against these Soviet enemies to control human behavior. So basically they were trying to, originally, at least they were, supposedly what they claim is that they were using it as a defense mechanism against brainwashing. So basically they were trying to reverse engineer brainwashing so that way their soldiers could learn how to not be susceptible to it. Psychological training. There were over 150 different types of human experiments involving psychedelic drugs, paralytics, electroshock therapy, and sometimes these subjects knew that they were doing this, and other times they had no idea, even when they were given things like LSD. So even when they were giving like a hallucinogen, they some of them had no idea what was going on. Uh, so they were duped. Some of them were college kids that were duped. So a lot of them were conducted at universities, hospitals, or prisons in the U.S. and Canada. Most of these experiments took place between 53 and 1964, but it's not really, uh, not a lot of people know how many people were just involved in the tests. <laughs> the agency, for I would imagine obvious reasons, kept really poor records. Mm. They didn't uh, keep a lot of this documented, and the the rest of it that was uh, was destroyed during all this uh, when uh, in 1973 when it was put to an end. Mm. Supposedly put to an yeah. end, but there's some documentation that shows that they continued these experiments on, like you had said, Mike, not in the name of MK Ultra. No, they would have. But that they had these other experiments. Uh, what was one of them called? Uh, oh, Operation Midnight Climax. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, wait. No, that's not the same thing. I was like, no, that's, but a, they, that's, that's a good one. That's a, a different one, though. That's, that's, a name. that's actually very interesting. Uh, so since I mentioned it, mm. uh, we got to go into it. But okay, so Midnight Climax. This is crazy. These names, so fucking dumb. Right. Midnight Climax was the MK Ultra project where they they basically used prostitutes that were that lured men to the CIA safe houses where experiments took place. So you had CIA agents that were employing prostitutes that went out and baited dudes to come back to a CIA experimentation room. So, oh, dude, what, wouldn't that be the worst? And then you get dosed with LSD. That'd be the worst. I don't you know. It depends on the kind of person that you are. Great right, sex. Like that. <laughs> is, uh, to the right individual, that sounds a hell of a lot better than nowadays when a cop employs a prostitute and then just throws your ass in jail. Well, that's very true. That so, is, yeah, it's, that's, you know, uh, if you're the right type of person, you can have a good trip and get blown. <laughs> that's... <laughs> And the government pays for it. Yeah, I suppose that's dollar. I suppose that. So they dosed these guys with LSD, and then sometimes they would drink cocktails. Um, oh, oh, so, okay, so. Well, you got to think not knowing that you've been dosed. Yeah. Weird effects, and then the panic that usually comes with it. And it makes sense that they would do it to unsuspecting people. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, you think that if it's used in warfare, our soldiers are not going to know they're being dosed they're not gonna hey i'm gonna give you you know this much lsd 
Uh, and then we're going to get you to talk. Yeah, no, they, they were don't say that shit. Yeah, right into the neck. And then I know of at least one person um, that ended up committing suicide. I don't know them personally. I'm just saying. I know this of. was uh, this was in the um, and it was recorded mm. in history. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Most of these Operation Midnight Climax experiments were in San Francisco, uh, Marin County in California. These are both in California and in New York City. Montauk. Mm. Well, that was that was MK Ultra was in Montauk. Oh, that's supposedly. Right. This yeah, is, uh, this is Midnight Climax. Yeah, this is mid- <laughs> this is the prostitute version of it, where basically, uh, I mean, it's the same thing except now they use they use pretty girls as bait. Well, and I imagine it was more adults because they did a lot of stuff for children as well. Uh, yeah, the in MK Ultra. So it's uh, if you think it was unsuspecting, yeah, you know, it exclusively if it'd be prostitutes i'm sure they're not out picking up women so it had to have been geared more towards the male mind frame and you'd think that's what you're going to encounter mostly in war especially at the time of the 70s 50s to 70s women were not allowed in the military yeah so and especially not in other countries so you're exclusively going to encounter males so you'd think you'd want the psychological testing to be done on other males well there was uh this agent that came forward named george white and he wrote to apparently this uh, head honcho guy named uh, Gottlieb in 1971. Of course, I was a very minor missionary, actually a heretic, but I toiled wholeheartedly in the vineyards because it was fun, fun, fun. Where else could a red-blooded American boy lie, kill, and cheat, steal, deceive, rape, and pillage, with the sanction and blessing of the all highest. That's a crazy quote right there. Yeah, that. Jesus. Ah, oh, yes, quite, quite. <laughs> the only thing that I would have hoped is at the beginning when you said actually, I, I so was hoping you were going to be actually. 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 <laughs> when you think about it, though, I it's weird. It, it's suppose. weird that people um, use, you know, different reasons for their justifications for doing things. You know, if you have like the backing of the government then suddenly it's okay somehow (laughs) to do to do certain things especially in the past i mean you'd think uh nowadays you got to go through certain psychological testings to be accepted in the military but back when uh, they draft you you didn't have to make the cut they were like you're coming we need you you're coming so if they brought you and you were into killing and you needed the opportunity that's the place to go. You're into killing. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. You know, you know you've killed a couple of people. No, that's a good point. You know, though. weren't whatever. It seems like, "Oh, okay, I'm going to get fucking caught if we're going Dexter on this shit." Yeah, really. And, <laughs> you know, sign up for the military and then you it's get just... dropped into places and they say, "Hey, okay, we need these people." And you get the sanction. Yeah. People so that, that would be well, the same that's, way. I mean, hired hit killers government hitmen. I mean, that's exactly. a thing, you know. Yeah. It depends but, uh, on what uh, uh, just as far as legally. Yes. Like what you could legally. Legally, if you go if they tell you to execute this person in war, you go and execute this person. Yeah. That's all there is to it. So this guy that that they were referencing Gottlieb, Sidney Gottlieb is his name. So the CIA began to experiment with LSD um, under the direction of this agency chemist, uh, Sidney Gottlieb, and he was a poison expert. So he believed that the agency could actually use the drugs, mind-altering properties for brainwashing and psychological torture. So under Project MKUltra, the CIA began to fund these studies at Columbia University, 
Stanford University and a bunch of other colleges on the effects of LSD. And they used a series of tests. And after these tests, LSD was deemed too unpredictable for use in counterintelligence. Yeah, that was right as the war on drugs started happening. And exactly. so now, you know, everybody's looking at them because they've been experimenting with LSD. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of ironic. Oh, yeah. yeah well, if I they mean, were experimenting from the 50s to the 70s, that's right around the time that the hippie age began mm-hmm. when then we started mm-hmm, getting exactly. hold of all these things. Yep. And if it wasn't hippies that started it because the government predates that by a good 10, 15 years, then that would be the time at which they probably let some slip through their fingers and it got administered to the public. And so they didn't want it getting spread around as much commonly or no different than what they were going to do is get their soldiers used to the effects if the random American people got used to the effects on their own time. There goes your whole guys yeah. of no, that's very true. exclusively being the one in charge of this poison. It is now being used recreationally. It's hardly a weapon of mass destruction anymore if people yeah. are having fun with it. Weren't they also using alcohol? Yep, they were using a co- well a combination of alcohol to loosen nerves and things like that, but they were also using MDMA, also known as, an, as ecstasy, um, mescaline, heroin, barbiturates, methamphetamines, oh, wow. and psilocybin, or magic mushrooms. It makes me wonder what kind of uh, pharmaceuticals the government has created just to yeah, no test shit. on people and get the truth out of them things that we don't even know about mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah, so here's a stumbled on it here's an right interesting story about a guy named uh, frank olson mm-hmm. so frank olson was a scientist who worked for the cia and at a 1953 cia retreat olson drank a cocktail that was spiked with lsd secretly spiked mm-hmm. um a few days later on november 28th Olson uh, fell to his death from a window of a New York City hotel room in alleged suicide. And the family of Frank Olson, of course, decided to have a second autopsy performed in 1994. That long. Mm -hmm. Uh, A forensics team found injuries on the body that likely occurred before the fall. Mm -hmm. And so the findings sparked conspiracy theories that Olson might have been assassinated by the CIA, which would be a total shocker. They never do that. No, that's unheard of. Suicided, <laughs> quote unquote. Exactly. So well, after... If he was fed LSD and it was a super concentrated dose, because if it was just in a concoction, as you called it, uh, if it was a very concentrated dose in there and he took it, he could have been tripping for days. Yeah. Falling so, out a window or something, injured himself, even if it wasn't an actual hit thing. If there's just injuries, he could have been freaking out, punched a mirror because it was talking, his reflection was talking to him. Yeah, if you don't know that you've been dosed, yeah, that would you, be quite frightening. You start think. thinking you're fucking going crazy. Like, you're just like, oh, man, I don't feel very good looking in a mirror, rubbing yeah, you your face, and then it's just on. like, yeah, bud, you look like shit. <laughs> and that's your reflection saying that to you? I'd lose my mind. I'd Done. Yeah. I mean, I think that ship has sailed by that point already, but... Yeah, I'd be freaking out and be like, did, you, did my reflection just like, argue so with me? That's like what happened in Green Goblin. Yeah, Spider-Man yeah, yeah, yeah. When William and Defoe like was fucking... In the mirror. Yeah, he's like losing like, it. Yeah, what are you doing, motherfucker? <laughs> so after, exactly all, that, that. No, all that, no, I don't. After all that, he's my son. Uh, Frank Olson's family was awarded seven hundred fifty thousand, which is a pretty good payout. Mm-hmm. But Exp- what um, year was this? Did you say this was nineteen ninety four? Yeah, that they that's started. a lot of money in ninety four. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, for a man's life, though, and received a personal apology from President Gerald Ford himself, and then the CIA director William Colby. But ooh, an apology. Yeah, that was about it. 
Um, so there was this That's guy. Acknowledgement, Ken... if you're looking at it now, because well, why yeah. the fuck would they apologize Thanks, for something? Government. Uh, yeah. So there was a guy, Ken Kesey, or Kessie, or something like that. Ken Kesey, I'm going to say. Um, he wrote a book in 1962 called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Hmm. Uh, he volunteered for MKUltra experiments with LSD while he was at college at Stanford University. He actually hosted LSD parties that he called acid tests. Uh, so these acid tests, they combined the LSD and other drugs with uh, musical performances by bands, including the Grateful Dead and the psychedelic effects. Oh, they added fluorescent paint and black lights to the room when they did this hmm. is what they did. And so anyways, these parties, influenced, light <laughs> these parties influenced the early development of the hippie culture and kickstarted mm -hmm. the 1960s psychedelic drug scene. See, so then it did come from. Yeah. Plus, that's exclusively where it came from. Government let it get out, <laughs> and then it became fun. So some other people that reportedly volunteered for the CIA experiments with LSD include Robert Hunter, which was the Grateful Dead lyricist, hmm. um, Ted Kaczynski, better known oh. as the Unabomber, yeah. and Joseph James Whitey Bulger, the notorious Boston mobster. Wow. So mm -hmm. clearly it did not do that lot. Yeah. Very good. So how this sums up, how and we'll go into all the experiments and how that correlates with my my theory about alien uh, abductees. But um, in Looks 1974, uh, New York Times journalist Seymour Hersh published a story about the CIA and uh, these non-consensual drug experiments and illegal spying operations on U.S. citizens. And his report... It, it kind of actually sparked this process of bringing this long suppressed details about MK Ultra to light. So the following year, 1975, President Ford, after the whole Watergate scandal, and uh, of course, you know there was a lot of uh, distrust amongst the U.S. government or about the U.S. government, I should say. Yeah. Set up the United States President's Commission on CIA activities within the United States to investigate illegal CIA activities, including MKUltra and other experiments on unsuspecting citizens. So this commission was led by Vice President Nelson Rockefeller and is commonly referred to as the Rockefeller Commission. Um, so this church committee... Uh, was uh, actually headed up by Idaho Democratic Senator Frank Church and was uh, put into a larger investigation into the abuses of the CIA, the FBI, and other U.S. intelligent agencies during and after the resignation of, uh, of Nixon. It also uncovered thousands of documents related to MKUltra. So these things were put into a an executive order in 1976 about the intelligent activities, the intelligence activities, and prohibited experimentation with drugs on human subjects except with the informed consent in writing and witnessed by a disinterested party of each human subject. Wow, so if I wanted to volunteer for this... I would have to have a buddy with me that was not interested in participating as a witness that I consented to it. Or somebody else, yeah. Yeah. Well, Which no, that could be fudged. Be anybody I mean, that was not, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. anybody that could have been like, oh, yeah, I wasn't interested. You could have just, you know, it depends on how poor the documentation still is. Yeah. They should have just, they should have just asked for volunteers. 
I'm sure right. plenty of people yeah. would have no, gone they, in. They do it all the time with like, the little clinical trials. I love experiments. Volunteer, get your $75 check, yeah, take as long this as pill, you get paid. sit in this room for four hours and tell me what you experience. Yeah. It's, people do it all the time with pharmaceuticals. Yeah, no, people are into that, though. They don't even ha- they don't have to they don't need, do it without yeah, people's have your permission. permission. <laughs> yeah. You get people Drug that are into that. Like, really easy. Need 75 bucks. So one of these documents, just one, shows the scale of MKUltra. It shows all the assortment of mind-altering substances that created these types of effects. So they played with substances that promote illogical thinking and impulsiveness to the point where the recipient would be discredited in public. Mm. Substances which increase the efficiency of mentation and perception. Materials which will cause the victim to age faster or slower in maturity. Hmm. Materials which will promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol. Materials that will produce the signs and symptoms of recognized diseases in a reversible way so they may be used for malingering, etc. What is is malingering? I don't know. I'm not a chemist. I got to find out what malingering is. Maybe they're meaning so that way it would sit in subjects, so that way when they're tested, they could have samples and use it for other biological work. Oh, it says escape like or feign illness in order to escape due to your work. Oh, so okay. basically so like what it's saying. So a false cyanide capsule type exactly. thing. Like you so take it, this, you get the flu for an hour, and then you're out the fuck out of here. Yeah. Placebo cyanide capsule. Exactly. Yeah, well, not oh my exactly God. placebo, but yeah, because you'd be experience... Crazy the things but not just you know mentally i suppose you'd experience them but then it would just reverse materials which will cause temporary or permanent brain damage and loss of memory okay so that's mm-hmm. one that's that's what so that's, that, like, uh, that's like that pretty much everything well yeah but that could be that could be uh put into memory loss mm-hmm. could be uh, a symptom of an alien abduction okay lost time yeah absolutely because that's talked about a lot i don't know i just i one I remember this, and then it was three weeks later. Yeah, so yeah. there's there, that's a very very common thing in uh, in alien abductions is lost time. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the other ones is uh, substances which will enhance the ability of individuals to withstand torture and coercion during interrogation and so-called brainwashing. So almost like uh, mental. So mental, basically more stamina. Oh, you know they were using that on soldiers too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because that would be the whole point. Materials and physical methods which will produce amnesia for events preceding and during their use. Okay, so right there, you could plan for a time to make somebody forget a whole thing, and then that's the whole you know hypnotic uh, regression. Even if you catch me. And we have a struggle, and I get it down your throat. You're gonna forget the shit, the whole struggle. You're gonna forget all of that. That'd be like the shit that used in that first Saw movie, where they were like, you know, nobody knew where they were getting places. They exactly. Were like, oh. You know, I just I kind of woke up here, and I don't remember what happened. For I went to bed, and then uh, no. yeah. So yeah, that's fucking nuts. Uh, physical methods of producing shock and confusion over extended periods of time. So okay, here's a thought. Scientists abduct people, right? Mm-hmm. And then they do experiments on them, whatever. And then uh, they use hypnosis to brainwash them into thinking that they're seeing aliens. And then uh, they give, they dose them with something, make them kind of delusional a little bit, and like make it make them think that it's real and just right. um, access your 
brain a little easier and and uh, i don't know maybe make the hypnosis work better or something yeah. well like i said if they've gotten extended testing with lsd and these hallucinogens that they won't let anybody else have they've still label these very illegal but if scientists are using them and getting the, oh yeah really on a Get chemical government level, backing it's yeah, okay exactly oh and here test these on these people and you can tell me all your very advanced detailed meticulous research uh, substances which produce physical disablement, such as paralysis of the legs and acute anemia and et cetera. Like a date rape. Yeah, basically. But yep. w- throw some Which if you, if you know a lot of alien abductions say, well, I was awake the whole time. Conscious, but my I body I could see everything. Move. I could hear everything, and but I couldn't move my about, body. About roofies and stuff. Yep. Yeah. So. Okay. So then, uh, and now, you know, I want to mention the fact that now you add technology to this. You add technology that we don't know that we have, okay? Technology such as a tractor beam. Technology such as what looks like a spaceship, but really it's us. I mean, we've seen a lot of these cases where it is craft that is is clearly us. When you see the the, uh, triangular crafts, Mm -hmm. we have those. That's us. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, did did we just copy alien? spacecraft well that's the hard part is i i mean this goes back to my original theory which is i believe that due to the connections of the nazi regime with the real society which is one of the societies that was into the occult major that also claimed to be in touch with alien beings that directly funded the nazi regime regime then you could say that he got his hands on this technology either through communication or possible direct contact. And then and like I said, I think that leads to the theory that we got involved for not quite the same reasons as we like to make it out to be. That we got involved because, you know, we were possibly collaborating. I don't know. I don't know. I mean that's a scary thought, but Are we talking World War Two? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we claim to get have gotten involved just because our allies got involved well, yeah. and that we were stopping a world evil. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if we just wanted our hands on that technology and the people researching it, we would have gone and told them. Which is exactly what happened. I mean, yeah, exactly what happened. It's what happened. It's just whatever reasoning you want to yeah. label it as. Yeah. So maybe the, both reasons can apply to the same yeah. story. Yeah. Maybe the same thing's happening with the abductions, though. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. the abductions have actually happened, and they're just replicating that mm-hmm. when they... When, uh, you know, when people abduct other people. So mm-hmm. here's another one. Commonly found in alien abductions is some kind of heat blisters, rash, which mm-hmm. which they chalk up to be radiation poisoning. But it says right mm-hmm. here that substances which will produce a chemical that can cause blisters. Well, there you go. And then also you, substances which alter personality structure in such a way that the ten or the tendency of the recipient to become dependent upon another person is enhanced. So a lot of times people will come back completely altered, completely different from an alien abduction. Their personality mm. is different. Probably, I'm sure the whole body snatchers thing Could rumor be. would probably oh they came mm. back a whole total different person and it just wasn't the person I knew. Uh, materials which will cause mental confusion of such a type. The individual under its influence will find it difficult to maintain a fabrication under questioning. Inability to lie? Uh, That's what that sounds exactly. like. Exactly. Basically, to they'll be able to maintain be, the lie under this extreme scenario of, of 
Well, it question. sounds like uh, kind of like a lie detector, but through confusion. Like yeah. if you're lying to me and I'm interrogating you, I would give you this, and then you would get confused, uh, disabling your brain's firing in between those lies because yeah. it's it's already shown that through the gray matter, pathological liars have a lot more brain function. Uh, in those areas because they have to connect this light with that one with that one with that one with that yeah, one in an instant combine that with torture yeah. too yeah exactly i'm i mean if i were them and i was trying to get the truth from somebody i wouldn't just interrogate yeah, let's them shut but your ability to some, lie down yep some something you know some drugs of some kind and then also torture them <laughs> that yeah, sounds yeah. awful <laughs> well and then that's the you know uh, when you're talking about the changing their personality in such a way that they become that is some trauma. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you think Stockholm syndrome and shit. Yeah. If you're tortured long enough and then you're given these drugs that provide you with a mental escape from this torture, which is what a lot of people turn to heavy drugs to, uh, or for, I should say, uh, is to some sort of trauma in their life. And they're like, oh, well, I need just something to numb the pain. You hear that all the time. Yeah. So if it's the same thing, yeah, you're afraid but it's no different people beat their dogs they still come home it's it's uh it it's a sense of uh programming it's it's what mm -hmm. it is um so another one is substances which will lower the ambition and general working efficiency of men when administered in undetectable amounts so basically mm -hmm. they want to be a dull a person's uh yeah, everything. Abilities, kind of. You that know? was the talk of what, like, fluoride and shit was doing in the water supply. Oh, yeah, it's just making yeah. people more uh, complacent. Yeah. And I suppose if you think in a war-type situation, if we were able to spike, say, an enemy country's water supply yeah. with this, Make get them, them their soldiers are sluggish, less enthused to do stuff. They're not given their 110. That already gives us the advantage. Yeah. Don't drink the fluoride, man. Right? Don't yeah. drink well, the that's fluoride. what everybody was saying. Oh, well, you get the toothpaste without the fluoride and whatever. I'm like, I, I drink tap water all the fucking time. Uh, I get normal toothpaste. Uh, I, I challenge you to find a, a less complacent person. <laughs> like, I pick fights for no reason. So if that's dulling me, this is watered down, Mike. <laughs> I don't think the world can handle me. Otherwise. Uh, another one is substances which promote weakness or distortion of the eyesight or hearing faculties, preferably without permanent effects. Temporary blindness. Temporary, temporary blindness. Deafness. Temporary deafness. Yep. So there's been scenarios in which people couldn't see or couldn't hear. There was also instances mm -hmm. where people couldn't hear what was going on around them, but they could see everything. Um, a knockout pill, which can be secretly administered in drinks food, cigarettes, aerosol, and etc. It would be safe to use, provide a maximum of amnesia, and be suitable for use by agent types on an ad hoc basis. You know, I guess you wouldn't even need the torture. You could just no. use like... There's hypnosis. so many different ways that you could initiate well, that's, an That sounds induction. like James Bond shit. Anything you saw on yeah. Hitman, whatever. Just an aerosol can that you let's, pull out of your pocket. Try, like, let's and then try hypnosis first. Let's uh, save the torture for later. So another one is a material which in very small amounts will make it impossible for a person to perform physical activity. So in other words, you, well, or you could just make somebody feel sick. What a combo. Well... I don't know. You'd think it would say causes physical nausea, not inability to perform physical tasks. That just means to me using my body. It sounds like a paralysis type yeah. thing. Like just your body will not work. 
1964, MK Ultra or MK Search was the name given to the continuation of the MK Ultra program. Well, MK Search was divided into two separate projects called MK Often and Chickwit. And funding for the MK Search stopped, or it started in 1965, ended in 1971, and it was uh, a joint project between the U.S. Army Chemical Corps and the CIA's Office of Research and Development to find new offensive use agents with a focus on incapacitating agents. So... Its purpose was develop, test, and evaluate capabilities in the covert use of biological, chemical, and radioactive materials, systems, and techniques of producing predictable human behavior and or physiological changes in support of highly sensitive operational requirements. So in 1971, by March of 1971, over 26,000 potential agents had been acquired for future screening. The CIA was interested in bird migration patterns for chemical and biological warfare mm-hmm. research. Subproject 139 designated bird disease studies at Penn State. MK often was to deal with testing and toxicological texico- transmissivity and behavioral effects of drugs in animals and ultimately humans. MK Chickwit was concerned with. Uh, acquiring information on new drug developments in Europe, Asia, and acquiring samples. So here's developed in other countries so that way we could acquire samples. So actually, it's interesting. They had uh, secret detention camps set hmm. up in uh, in areas in the in the early 1950s in Europe, East Asia, mostly Japan, Germany, and the Philippines. The CIA created secret detention centers so that the U.S. could avoid criminal prosecution. Uh, the CIA captured people suspected of being enemy agents and other people it deemed expendable to undertake various types of torture and human experimentation on them. The prisoners were interrogated while being administered psychoactive drugs, electroshocked and subject to extremes of temperature, sensory isolation, and the like to develop a better understanding of how to destroy and to control human minds. This was in the 50s, you said? 50s. How much you want to bet when they say Europe, they mean Germany. Yeah, no shit. Because it was Germany and Japan Yeah. for World War Two. Yeah. So I'm sure there was something to where they're like, we'll straight up bomb you again. We're so going to do what though. we did. I bet we put that in towards the end of the war when humans we were over there. And just, humans. You know, so that way after we ended the war when we were there doing stuff. I'm sure we ordered soldiers to set up general locations for those to be coming up. Yeah. Because I, I can't, we weren't really against anybody else in Europe there, and that's awful close to Russia, who we immediately got away from. So that's both sides of Russia. Yeah. The other side being Japan and the Germany right there. I would assume that's why we set up bunkers as well. The alien abduction side of this, to to me, it's a no-brainer. Everything that, like we were just talking about, everything that they mentioned in those of what they were experimenting with and the results that they got from MKUltra, you could easily utilize any one of those to help stage and execute an alien invasion. Like I said, incorporating technology that we, I'm sure we have, that we just don't, you know, utilize with the general public or let the public know that we have. Simple as that. I mean, it, it's known that they have technology that they don't want us 
to necessarily see or know about, but it's it's very, very clear that they have it. So these cases of alien abduction, there's really two major cases that really uh, stand out amongst alien abductions as seeming to be the most credible, um, only because the, in which they take place. And the earliest one is in the mid-1950s with the Brazilian Antonio Vila Boas. It didn't get a whole lot of attention until a lot of years later. Hmm. It, uh, it was 1961 that the Betty and Barty Hill abduction case happened. 61, not 67, okay. They even made a movie in 1975 with James Earl Jones and <laughs> Estelle Parsons dramatizing the events. I actually saw a little clip of that. It's horrible. Is it? Uh, I love James Earl Jones, but just, you know. You know, the, here's the problem with all the Hollywood abductions. They're all just amazingly glorified and, and glamorized and everything. And, and I really think that, you know, like we've talked about, about an idea being planted in your mind. Mm-hmm. What does all this do when you see things? You know, like if you look back at ancient civilizations, what did they do when they saw something? They they used what they had around them to associate it with something yeah, right. and then Birds called it the based sky, off of that. Flying chariots. So if humans, they... if us nowadays have... We have a ton of media flying at us, depicting all kinds of crazy things, future things, past things, altering our, uh, uh, you know, eventually altering our perceptions of what we believe these things look like and really are. Mm-hmm. So now if we see something, if something happens to us, that's why I think it's so easy to implant an idea and have your brain build around that all the details because there's so much bullshit a fake stuff fiction stuff floating around in our heads from storylines and things that we see that it like dreams the dreams when you have when you have a dream and you're in a scenario where you can you can almost directly correlate it with a movie you had exactly that's what i'm saying is the media puts the idea like if you're like oh i know i think i see an alien so i've seen you know that's where people go with trauma and stuff like some people scared of birds it's probably from that yeah, Alfred Hitchcock. You know, <laughs> you know. Oh shit! Yeah. So, and that's where it could easily be the same thing. Maybe that's why the government it's part of MK Ultra. Maybe yeah, how they're putting certain ideas into people's heads, like through subliminal movies and messaging. Stuff. I'm sure they yeah, exactly. Or to help allow it to be a public scenario which you could think about, like uh, you know, if you had a dream about a certain clown. With only red and white, you'd think Ronald McDonald or some shit. So, you know. It's, <laughs> Aliens look like Ronald McDonald. No, it's, I'm just saying, if you see oh Ronald McDonald God. on TV all the time, and then you see a clown in a dream, chances are it's going to look like Ronald McDonald. I mean, that's so if you're seeing these aliens Clouds in the situations aliens. on TV for our entire lives, have you either you ever been abducted that you know of? Not that I know of. No? You, Hannah? Uh, not that I know of. So every single thing that we think of when we talk about aliens and abductions, we're getting mental pictures from any movie that we've ever seen. That's true. True. That's where all of it is. That's the only association we have. So if, say, the government through the MK Ultra guys allowed this or had people in any sort of marketing, advertising sort of things, anybody in the Hollywood movie see, uh, system do all these movies, it becomes widely popular, and then every time an abduction situation happens... There was not thousands and thousands and thousands of people saying this shit way back when. They said, oh, we were abducted, we were abducted, we were abducted. No, then it's all around these times after all that media comes out. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that that could be the situation at which our brains look for patterns or look for relatable scenarios that that media was concocted for our benefit to associate these things with it. Those are actually those prehistoric or ancient abductions that you're talking about. Are They actually have a name for that. Hmm. So it wasn't until the 1960s where the term alien abduction actually became popular. Mm-hmm. And so before that, there was this researcher named Jerome Clark, and he dubbed these ancient abductions paleo abductions. Uh, there's actually one in 1896. <laughs> there's one in 1896 uh, where an addition of... The Daily Mail out of Stockton, California, this Colonel H.G. Shaw mm. claimed him and a friend were harassed by three tall, slender humanoids whose bodies were covered with a fine, downy hair who tried to kidnap the pair of them. Hmm. And then in 1953, an issue of Man to Man magazine in an article by this guy Leroy Thorpe titled, Are the Flying Saucers Kidnapping Humans? asked mm. the question, are an unlucky few of us and perhaps not so few at that being captured with the same ease as we would net butterflies, perhaps for zoological specimens, perhaps for vivisection or some other horrible death designed to reveal to our interplanetary invaders what makes us tick. Um, and then again in 1955, there was this guy, Harold T. Wilkins, that wrote a piece called uh, Flying Saucers Uncensored, hmm. declared that Carl Hunrath and Wilbur Wilkinson, who had claimed they were contacted by aliens, had disappeared under mysterious circumstances. Wilkins reported speculation that the duo were the victims of, quote-unquote, alleged abduction by flying saucers, hmm. end quote. Not a lot of details there. No, not a lot. Not a lot of details for me to back whatever up. Could have just been some stories and gossip. Yeah. So. Um, discredited. Well, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's you know, there's a lot to this. Uh, there, you know, there's this guy. Um, I'm not saying that there weren't cases where people were saying things like this, but they weren't in the thousands, like just so popular like they are now. But at that time, our government was nowhere near as large as it is now. Yeah. So that's what I mean, is if it was created through the media, we could do it on much larger mass scales because everybody already has that predisposition to think about aliens in those situations. Yeah. So there's a, a few different... Before television. There's a few different approaches to this. There was a guy, Leo Sprinkle of University oh, of Wyoming, Sprinkle. a psychologist, um, and he became interested in abduction phenomena in the 1960, but he became convinced... Uh, of the phenomenon's actuality and was perhaps the first to suggest the link between abductions and cattle mutilations. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, he actually, uh, he, he came to believe that he had been abducted by aliens in his youth mm. and he was eventually forced out of his job in 1989. Mm. But you know, here's how do you, how do you come to believe you're, you've been abducted? How do you not, Right. No, you've been abducted from the beginning. That's that's why you know it. It makes me think about these memory regressions because what if he, what if because he was onto something because he was highlighting these cattle mutilations, they implanted. I mean, look at this. He's he's a he's a psychologist with a university. Okay, he has a theory about abductions being linked to, to cattle mutilations. Then. After that, after that, 
he comes to believe that he was abducted by aliens. Mm. Is that not an, a memory implant right there to discredit him? Mm-hmm. Could okay, so be. going back to these weird things. Uh, let so wait, me what's the link so. with the cattle mutilation, though? Just well, that they that the they same. experiment on cattle mutilations. The but same why? Way. Why do they experiment on cattle? Well, nobody really That's knows why. I mean, yeah, that is the question. Why do they experiment on humans? Why do they experiment on humans? Here's the interesting yeah, thing know. about cattle it's mutilations is really nobody really even knows if there really is a link because nobody's actually seen it happen. You don't have any type of memory thing coming in to where there's a statement of some kind saying this is what happened to me. And there's nothing alive left, and usually they're missing organs. It's very clean cuts. But there's a lot of speculation because some of these, some of these could be just animals picking something clean in a very uniquely clean cut it's way. More likely yeah, but that then, it's somebody that did it, and then somebody made up a story to cover up something. Who knows? Or else. it could be the government's like coming some, down and. I'm but saying if always, I live in the middle of fucking nowhere and I'm the mayor and my kid goes and murders cows in the middle of the night, I'm going to tell the media, I'm like, ah, well, it was aliens. It was that big old flying saucers. My boy saw it. <laughs> no. you but you like, okay, you always see in movies, though, that there's like a tractor beam, right? And they're like abducting cows. Well, but that's, yeah, I mean, that's, nobody really knows if that's because nobody's yeah, seen Yeah, is that even happen. the truth? Maybe that's... What just, usually happens is somebody comes out and finds mutilated cattle. But what leads them to believe it's not animals is how cleanly cut it is and the fact that there will be what looks like surgically removed organs. Yeah. The organs like are removed left. out certain types. Well, there's surrounding organs that yeah. are still intact. Yeah. Which an animal that would just bizarre. Nothing down. burned. Nothing burned. Um, but very, very clean cuts on most everything. But I've seen other cases where they claimed it was a cattle mutilation that could have been you know, done by extraterrestrial means. But honestly, it could have been an animal just simply tearing yeah, s- right. a strip off of the animal. I mean, I'm it's, not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. Yeah, well, that's what I'm I mean, saying. You if know, there was only a couple cases of these very clean cut scenarios, and then every dead cow, people were like, "It's cattle mutilation." Yeah, then it could have just at that time, especially blown so far out of proportion. Just think about how it was for our parents when they always talk about and tell their old stories. The pre-internet. And all that shit. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it was all rumor. It was all whatever people said. So we're talking way back when for these cow, cattle mutilations. It wasn't like I could tell someone on the other side of the country without mailing them a letter. Yeah. And then what? You were going to go and bring that letter to the news? No, that's not how shit worked back then. Yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah. There was a guy, Bud Hopkins. He became interested in UFOs in the 1970s. He began using hypnosis to extract more details from dimly remembered events. So that goes into memory regression for hypnotic regression or whatever. Four out of 50 cases where the experiencer was over 40 years of age, they were rejected by the aliens for what they actually referred to to be a medical reason, Mm. like brought up and then not actually worked <laughs> on i guess no, yeah that's what i would think is we like they went to all. go experiment and they're like oh shit we need healthy patients uh you're gone yeah you know you already got cancer we found that what we do uh, agitates cancer abduction yeah I'm like nah wrong one yeah it's like it's like catching a little squawfish when you were looking for bass maybe that's a good thing though Toss it. yeah i mean i i would imagine in the grand scheme of things you'd uh, feel pretty lucky then it'd be like, well, they they had me there, and I woke up, and then they were like, "You're going home. We don't, 
You're yeah. terrible. You're the worst. You know one. what? We changed our minds. Yeah. Like, ah, we don't even want to do this anymore. You made it not fun. See. <laughs> and then you wake up in bed and be like, oh, shit, was I about to get raped? And they were like, no, you're not pretty enough. <laughs> because fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's some of the commonalities, the common things that happen in alien abductions. First of all, you have the capture. Okay. So abduction reports of unusual feelings before the abduction experience. Um, usually it's a compulsive desire to be at a certain place or at a certain time. It's a paralysis drug right there. Or, yeah. Um, expect Or expecting something familiar but not known will soon occur. And then they also report feeling severe undirected anxiety at this point even though nothing unusual has actually occurred yet. And so at this point... Like watching a deer get nervous because there's a wolf a little while away? Yeah. Wow. So at this period, foreboding can last for up to several days before the actual abduction takes place. Really? So you just feel paranoid for four days prior? Yeah. And then eventually... Does that not lead you to believe that you're just paranoid because you possibly saw somebody following you? Maybe. And they drugged you? Uh, Eventually... Four days is a long time. Uh I don't know. Uh, eventually, the the abductee will go undergo an apparent shift into an altered state of consciousness. Uh, this British abduction researcher uh, said that this change is consciousness. The Oz factor is what he caused that. The Oz factor. That's weird. Like um, switch into the land of Oz. External sounds cease to have any significance to the person and fall out of perception. So here we were talking about. Somebody yep. could become blind or become deaf. Uh, they report feeling introspective and unusually calm. Mm-hmm. And then this starts a transition to normal activity to a state of limited self-willed mobility. Like so not one. So low drive. Mm-hmm. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. In that other one, the will to yeah, really not want to do much. The ambition, what you would benefit from dropping yeah. it on the enemy soldiers because then they just wouldn't want to fight. So as their consciousness shifts, one or more lights are alleged to appear, occasionally accompanied by a strange mist. The so- Oh, so there you go, an aerosol can? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, the source and nature of the lights differ by report. Sometimes the light emanates from a source outside the house, presumably the abductors or the UFO, mm-hmm. and then sometimes the lights are in the bedroom with the person and transform into alien figures. So is that the tractor beam? It could be. Well, I don't know because well, that's not actually getting them. Like squint when you're like out on a rainy day in the dark and you squint and all the street lights and stuff start gleaming and shit like that. Yeah. I wonder if it's like a dilation process. Like, is it just like teleportation, like Star Trek? Well, maybe just I'm just saying if there's Scotty. like a. <laughs> I think that it's probably just like getting hit by a cop flashlight when you're high as balls. Like yeah. try and hide your. It's just bright flashlight. Try and hide these bloodshot eyes from that. Yeah. So if you've been like dilating to a degree and deafened and you think lights are coming it could just be kind of like a because i mean when we get tumors and stuff like that sometimes it can be perceived through the eyes as light like yeah. you would have little flashes shit like that that's true so it could easily be something similar to that if they've dilated your eyes and hit you with a bright light you cannot focus and see exactly what's in front of I gotta you let Ringo because I've, I've had my eyes dilated in a shop co and that was hard enough they're very bright stores yeah, I used to work there. They are bright. I was complaining about that when I worked there. Oh, it's a must for where I got to go. 
But yeah, just being dilated and then being in one of those so bright. So if you're hit with like military grade lights, I'd imagine it'd be pretty bad. No. So after the abduction continues, persons say that they will walk or be levitated, and that's where the tractor beam comes in. How many people say it feels like you're floating when you're on certain drugs? That's true. (laughs) That's true. Because if you're fucking doped up enough and you're being carried into a craft, just like if I got picked up in a van, woo, we're on the airplane. Yeah. (laughs) It's ruling like for real institutionalized meds. Yeah. Even some cases have, have claimed to have gone through solid objects, like walls, ceilings, closed windows. They might also experience rising through a tunnel or a long beam of light with or without the abductors accompanying them into the craft, (laughs) whatever it may be. Uh, So now that leads to the examination. So apparently that one guy didn't get one because he wasn't good enough. But for all the rest of them, um, the examination phase of the so-called abduction (laughs) is... uh, is basically performance of different types of medical procedures and examinations by uh, the supposed alien beings. So the procedures often focus on sex and reproduction biology, which I believe if they're trying to... I mean, if you're trying to clone humans, that's an easy reason to want to collect eggs, you know, so you can grow humans, right? I mean, that's that's an easy one. Yeah. Um, or create like human alien hybrids or exactly. something like that. Yes. Exactly. And manipulate your DNA and add in some amount of like alien DNA or like have it so that the, the people, um, cause like don't a lot of pregnant women sometimes get abducted and then, right. And they have the kid. <laughs> the kids like I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I just... don't hear a lot of pregnant women. So <laughs> yeah, really? Know. You don't know anybody? No, I don't think so. Um, I think it's mostly people that end up, you know, pregnant later or, uh, but I don't, I don't know about a whole lot of pregnant women that get taken up. No, well, fucking predator comes out. Yeah, that'd wouldn't. be crazy. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be crazy. Be a quick way to get caught. Yeah. Fucking be like uh, that species. So a lot of the reports uh, have a, ri- a variety of procedures that are performed on people they say that there's sometimes these taller beings looking over the entire thing, like supervising as smaller ones are actually doing the, the experiments. And so that could be part of the whole alien hierarchy, you know, of the grays that look over the, uh, you know, or I mean the the tall gray or whatever. I guess there's the tall grays and then yeah, the grays, and then the little right? ones. Aren't yeah. there? Aren't there also like mantises? There's like, like mantis types. I mean, that goes into a whole nother type dragons, of like species whatever. and what's out there. But, but Norse people, yeah, basically. <laughs> there's a lot of sorts of stuff. Yeah, that they say just a bunch of basketball players. <laughs> right. So this guy Miller, um, he shows in a, do- a lot of different areas the emphasis between human medicine and what's reported as being practiced by the abductors. So it could be the result from a difference in the purpose of the examination, routine diagnosis, uh, treatment versus scientific experimentation from an unfamiliar species, or it could be due to a different level of technology that renders certain kinds of manual procedures unnecessary. So they can use technology or whatever to do certain things that we wouldn't be able to do. 
it seems to be that the alien's interests are in the brain, the nervous system, the skin. We mentioned the reproductive system and to a lesser degree, the joints. They basically ignore a lot of different systems like the abdomen. They don't really go into that all that much. Good uh, to know. They, <laughs> At they, least there's they, one part they won't touch. Right? It doesn't appear as though they wear gloves. It's mostly it's all it's all mind control. Is what they don't really care about your pain level. In fact, they yeah, probably there are all these medications or there's them reapplying sedatives. Yeah. What if it's just mostly like advanced technology? Yeah. That's manipulating the person's memory and not so much drugs. Yeah, it could be. It could really be either or, because then if it's being on that heavy level of drugs, regular things you see. I mean, you always hear about that guy that was on acid, and he's like, dude, people melted into puddles. Yeah. Well, they're working on technology so, right now to be able to erase memories. Yep, yeah, exactly. So that's what it, yeah, they're, well, they're working on technology and the defense initiative just yeah. to regrow limbs and shit. So Probably already out. They're just like, the oh, it's thing. new. We'll just, yeah. just say it's new. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking regrowing arms and legs and shit. That's what DARPA's working on for a while. So after the medical part of it, it seems that they do these other procedures like imaging, envisioning, staging, and testing. An abductee being made to view screens displaying images and scenes that appear to be specially chosen with the intent to provoke certain emotional responses. Well, that's MK Ultra experiments. Yeah, we've done that. I mean, for a long time, just, you know, just rapid fire television. Yeah. yeah just. Uh, envisioning is a similar procedure with the primary difference being that the images being viewed rather than being on a screen actually seem to be projected into the mind. Oh, that's crazy. Well, three-dimensional could be yeah. related. That's part of that, that whole neural link thing. Yeah, because I'm just you saying, know, the yeah, idea you that the you glasses, can... But yeah. from the other end, they figured out how to project three-dimensionally because of the light bulbs. Yeah. Almost like a crystal-like thing, like through the prism or whatever. Be able to light stuff in front of you that could be you perceiving it as into the mind when really it's just a three-dimensional light. Yeah. Same thing. So that could be the way that that's perceived. Vivid hallucination-like mental visualization with envisioning procedures, with the envisioning procedures, but during staging, the abductee interacts with the illusionary scenario like a role player or an actor. Hmm. Hmm. So could be a holographic version of what we do to a mouse by putting it in the little maze for the cheese I'm not really like sure that just, one kind of confuses me so it it's the way it would be is they'd have some scenario for you to come and interact so they could test your logic functions yeah and so if it is advanced and we currently have all the holographic type stuff if you project that into the room and it wants you to figure out the scenario and they want to see how your mind works versus other people it's no different than putting a mouse in there and giving them clinical drugs and seeing. I was how just well going to say almost like a rat test yeah, with the whole the cheese in the maze. You yeah. know, yeah. So, um, so then there's this, testing ring this bell to get food, do whatever. So then there's testing, which marks something of a departure from the above procedures in that it lacks the emotional analysis feature. So during the testing, the person is placed in front of complicated electronic devices and is structured or instructed to operate it. The person is often confused, saying that they don't know how to operate it. Hmm. But then when they actually set about trying to do it, they find that they can. 
and they know how to operate the machine. So if they dosed them with that amnesia-like thing to find out if they knew how to do it instinctually in muscle memory, but without realizing that you've done it. Yeah. Huh. Well, so maybe they're just testing, implanting. Exactly. Uh, they could be testing the, like, these could be the clinical. Yeah, information into people's heads, mm -hmm. like matrix style, you know, mm -hmm. so that people know how to do certain things. Yeah, because that would revolutionize war. Fuck basic training. 16 weeks, my ass. Yeah. Pink, now you know exactly. everything about every one of our enemies that I know. Yeah. Yeah, well, because, yeah, if you can directly, if you can put mm -hmm. images, if you can put Dude, whatever inside. something yeah. means no, a absolutely. whole lot different thing Yeah, for me to be like, Ben, bank. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's just texting with your mind. So apparently a lot of abduction cases, people report being subjected to a child presentation. Mm -hmm. So at this, it means that uh, it involves the person being shown a child, and this child appears to be not human mm -hmm. or any other species that the person knows. Instead, this child almost always shares characteristics of both species, alien and human, and that these children are labeled by these people as hybrids between humans and the abductors, usually <coughs> greys. Maybe they're showing. Maybe they're showing what they're doing. Maybe that's what they're doing. They they're could creating be, yeah. alien-human hybrids, and they're just like they're showing that because they can't speak and and you yeah. know use English words. So they're just like like we need like your DNA to save like, our race. Yeah. So actually, this guy Bud Hopkins, another guy David Jacobs, and this other guy Thomas Bullard could not find any of this child phase in the abduction narrative, even after talking to over 300 people they couldn't find one so that's it seems like what they say is it seems to be an innovation in the story either something new or maybe people are making it up mm -hmm. so uh anyways these less common elements of alien abductions are um you know mind you these are based on over 300 reports of alien abductions okay mm -hmm. um but these are the less prominent ones. Seems like there would be more than that. Well, just so the ones that they studied for this. Oh. I'm sure there's a ton more. But, you know, here's the hard part. How many of them are actually, you know. Credible and just people exactly jumping on the bandwagon. Credible. Yeah. So, uh, so out of the thousands of, the of reports, I would imagine there's probably 300 yeah. credible cases. But yeah. apparently these other types of that are involved in this are the conference so maybe that's a meeting of where you actually get to talk to them of some kind. The tour, the journey, mm. and theophany. Theof theophany. Mm. I got to see what that word is. Mm. I wonder if they just abducted because it's usually like, you know, podunk people in the middle of nowhere. Oh, it's a godlike experience. It's a visible, visible manifestation to humankind of God or a God. Interesting. Mm. So now that brings back into Project Bluebeam. I mean, you could create with holographic technology. So basically, I would almost, I would almost say the conference, the tour, the journey, and then a godlike finale. That could be a DMT trip. Yeah, good. Right there. You you find yourself life. meeting with a group of entities. They give you a tour of where you're at, of where you're supposed to be, whatever. The journey to your final message or destination to where you meet 
a god or your like, god or whatever trips it is like that too yeah they, so that could that could easily like alien be. abduction trips yeah where that's what they see but well, so they maybe they put people on the right level of stressful situations. The aliens are always very like shocked to see them at first, or they're doing like experiments on them. Who knows? Not I. <laughs> so in this conference, what they're saying is the the person is brought in so they can discuss things relevant to the alien phenomena, the the abduction phenomena. So they just bring in things to where they, if they have any pertinent information, they share it with the group. Yeah, that's hmm. exactly what I said is, you know, they're usually given, you know, they usually either interrogate them more or there's an explanation given like or they're, they're given a task of some kind or a warning or prophecies maybe. Mm-hmm. So all those things could be, you could absolutely say, could be part of a, psycho, a psychedelic trip hmm. of a message brought forth with the right staging all those things. I mean, I think you could. I mean, if well, you think, think about it, what yeah. they've done with with tests and all these experiments, what if they've learned how to guide someone through a hallucinogen, a, a, a psychedelic experience to guide them? Hey, Hannah's going to take off. Hannah, thank you for uh, yeah, thank you. being yeah. involved with us. That's kind of cool. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities there. A lot of similarities. Like, because uh, I'm even just picturing things like. I have very poor vision. Yeah. So in the dark, I see a light very different than say you would because I notice the difference if I'm wearing my glasses and when I don't. Just the, uh, like I'm sure you've noticed, if you look at a street light way off in the distance, it poofs up. It's almost brighter, right? Yeah. Like you're not seeing it clearly as if when you get closer, it's much more clear. Yeah. So in the same sense with dilated eyes, because I've let every eye doctor dilate my eyes, just, hey, we want to know what's going on. Yeah. Take a peek. <laughs> That's right. And it's real hard. Everything gets real fuzzy. You can barely open your eyes like a blinding light, like not very bright lights are blinding. Can you imagine being directly under some stadium flood lamps with just like a super dilation stuff in your eyes? Yeah. So that could easily be all of that. And then them ad- doing some tests on you uh, after administering some of these drugs, not really waiting for the full time for the amnesia stuff or whatever to work in. Yeah. But maybe that's why that guy was rejected is they ran medical tests and the things that we were going to do on you would have interfered because of your medical condition. Something that, uh, you know, we would know as humans or military, you know, anything like that, you know, cause you'd think, uh, from a military standpoint, if I wanted to figure out how to eliminate the enemy, I would take a few civilians. Yeah. You know, test on them, find out what this, does this stuff lethal to you? Is this that? How's the easiest way for me to get what I want? You know? Well, like I said, my, I think this goes a long way to back up my theory that, uh, you know, we, they could absolutely, a government entity that has been known to spend at least 20 years if not more, easily more. I mean, they, they never stopped doing it. It's, mm-hmm. it's clear that they were already branching it off to take the name away from MKUltra. Mm-hmm. They were trying to slim it down and, and bring less controversy to it. Separate but, it into multiple areas. So even yeah. if one department was caught, the other departments would have a chance to continue and abandon or hide the research before they were able to be caught. So with that being the case, if they have that long, let's say 30 years, just a spitball of time, mm. 30 years of experimentation into hallucinogenics, Mm. into psychedelics, into manipulation, brain control, brainwashing, all these things. 
and they Which can. Which is so funny because we're seventy years in. Yeah. So if they've been, the if they've been, but let's just give them thirty years and say that they've been doing it. Okay. Yeah, so if that's the case, then they could easily know and learn how to manipulate an experience to to get a desired effect. So to me, it's not. It's certainly feasible with what we've seen here with the, the type of experiments that they're do, they were doing and probably still are and what they have technology-wise to combine those two things into what we and, and those alien abduction uh, or abductees would identify as an alien abduction. I, I think it's highly, highly feasible to say that they could do that. And also the other fact that what are most alien abductions? What's the setting? Alone? At night? Mm-hmm. So you have the perfect setting to come in and kidnap somebody, especially if you have a technology that can literally reach in and pluck somebody out, and then all you got to do is gas them with whatever you want, give them a, the date rape drug. Well, even and then, in a blackout situation, can you imagine like hanging out with a group or whatever? Like somebody walks by fucking dump something into your drink and then they're just surveillance just watching you eventually you wander off or go to the bathroom or pass out or whatever and somebody can come and snag you uh to where you remember being with a group but then the next thing you knew it was three weeks later yeah you know it's no no different than a blackout drunk yep you know i was drinking with some friends and then i don't know i woke up in jail so you make up your your own mind what do you think i i absolutely and convinced that alien abductions at least the majority of them mm. are our own government playing with our heads in some way either putting in false memories mm. or literally abducting us to experiment on humans because they don't you know there's a lot of e- a lot of other easy ways to go about experimenting on humans mm. so i don't know but i mean a lot of people i think would say that's a lot of trouble to go to just pluck a human out to do some blood samples and but if you want to do mind control experiments Continue, continuing to do that and, and have this false flag, have this false alien mythos that, that the majority of people are going to say, I don't know if I believe that. Uh, you have an easy way for people to not be able to describe their experience without being immediately brought under criticism. So I think in that case, it would be worth it for them to instead of like going to a university, which now everybody's going to be able to see that mm-hmm. um you know with these things like the freedom of information act you can't hide things nearly as easy as you used to no. so if you have this unbelievable scenario of somebody being plucked out of their home and and brought under um crazy circumstances and experimented on by beings i mean of course nobody's gonna nobody's even gonna think oh, to look at their God, own dude, government that's called a dream bro exactly but so, yeah yeah it's uh you can definitely see that our own government has has now documents uh showing that they do this sort of stuff yep. but when you think about human nature uh, like you don't teach children to lie they just learn to lie it's yeah. our defense mechanism it's what it sets us apart animals don't really you know lie it's we lie that's what we get with our intelligence. So when everybody lies and that's the, you know, the military, what's the best way to get away with a lie? Wipe your memory. You know, yeah. stop. It's, it makes the government the ultimate liar. It's who's going to say anything against them. We we erase that. So that seems like the trump card. Yeah, I agree. So make up your own mind. Do your own research. But on this end, 
I think it's us doing it. So, uh, anyways, go out there. MK Ultra was a thing. It's legitimately a thing. It's the, look up this information, but uh, beware the government guys. They're shiesty bastards. Don't believe them. Don't believe them. Right? All right, Mike. We're out of here. Hey, All thanks right. for uh, being on the show, man. Yeah. No. No problem. Yeah. 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 Blast. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye.